Blog Talk Radio. beautiful. They ring those bells every time somebody gets married. (laughs) So welcome to my show tonight. I want to thank everybody that's listening. um, And for those of you who will be tuning in in the archives, uh, welcome. And I'm running this four-part series on prayer that works every time. And I'm going to say that again. Prayer that works every time. Does it sometimes seem to you like you pray about stuff and then you don't see anything happening? You know, it's kind of like you released all your worries and anxieties and a desperate prayer to God to fix things, and things still seem to be the same. And because we don't see anything happening, then it makes us feel like, well, you know, I guess this is just my punishment. God must just want me to stay in this mess for some reason. Or maybe you feel like God doesn't love you, and that's why your prayers aren't answered. Well, in this four-part series, I'm going to address many of the ways people pray that don't work every time, and I'm going to teach you how to pray a prayer that works every time. So what do we call prayer? Webster says that prayer is, first of all, the act of communion with God. All right, so the first thing I want you to consider when you start to pray is, I am now going to communicate with God. I'm going to talk to God. And I'm going to suggest that you start your prayer with something you're very thankful for. You know, you could start by thanking God for keeping our solar system working perfectly. I mean, the sun comes up and goes down every day. I've told you this part before, uh, but I do beach weddings, and I always have to check the tide to see if we're going to um, have any beach. Because <laughs> some of the small beaches in Laguna Beach where I do my weddings wash out at high tide, so we can only go there at low tide. So I have a tide book. Do you know I can look up any date in that book from today to 2050 and know exactly where the tide's going to be? Because that's how perfectly our solar system works. You can depend on it. If our Earth was even one degree different on its axis, it would just fly on into space. But it doesn't. And none of our planets run into each other because everything works perfectly. Do you know this is something you can be thankful for? Maybe you can look at your mess of your life and not see anything to be thankful for, but you can be thankful about how perfectly our our solar system works. And that's a wonderful way to start any prayer because that's how God does everything, perfectly. And God's going to answer your prayer perfectly. The answer to your prayer is yes, and it's going to be done perfectly. 
Now, there's another part to this, that God answers your prayer perfectly for every single person who's involved. (laughs) Sometimes I think we want to have our prayer answered in a way where it'll set the record straight as far as we're concerned. But this can involve revenge or retribution or sometimes punishment for someone else. And God does say, revenge is mine, I will repay. So you can always be assured that God is going to set the record straight eventually. Sometimes it just isn't in this lifetime. (laughs) Now, don't be discouraged about this because this series of prayer is that prayer that works every time. In considering that you're going to be talking to God, you also want to consider what is your relationship with God? I mean, you wouldn't walk up to just a total stranger on the street, you know, and start to talk to them about something personal. So it's it's really good for you to have already developed a personal relationship with God. And to begin to do that is to know that God loves you just the way you are. You don't have to do a thing to be accepted by God. You don't have to do anything. God, you are made perfect in your natural state because God does everything perfectly. So you're perfect. He made you, so uh, he does everything perfectly, so you're perfect. So you don't need to think in terms of having to be afraid to talk to God because there's an entire cosmic hierarchy that's sitting and listening to everything. And I'm going to talk about that in my next show. So, now the two prayers I'm going to teach you today work. They work every time. And these are two prayers that are prayers you pray for yourself. Now, if there's other people involved, the prayer will see to it that everybody that is involved will be affected in some way. But God always works in the power of love. And sometimes the problem we're praying about came about because it wasn't in the power of love. So to set the record straight, the power of love will need to go in and heal everyone. You'll be able to receive a healing and have your part of the prayer answered. But see, we don't have any power on anyone else to make them receive any healing so they can have their part of the prayer answered. And so many times, you know, people pray for other people. You know, we say, I'll pray for you, and we do pray for them. And when we pray for others, the power of love to heal that situation is loosed for that person. But it's going to be up to them if they receive it. And many times other people who ask for prayer want things, but they're not willing to do anything different in their life, so their life stays the same. Now, I'll get into this more later on. Because we're going to concentrate in this four-part series on prayers that you make for yourself, not for anyone else. Because I suggest that you set 2016 as the year that you get all of your prayers for yourself answered. Just don't worry about other people in 2016. Because there will be a ripple effect throughout your own personal community that 
that is going to affect them more than praying for them because other people are going to begin to see what's happening in your life. They're going to see the changes, and they're going to see how your relationship with God is making your life so much happier. And they're going to see that you're healthy, and they're going to see that you're beginning to be wealthy, and they're going to see that you're different, that you have changed. And this is going to have more of an effect on them than you just saying, I'll pray for you. And then eventually, you can teach them to do what you are doing. And you'll be able to guarantee them that they will get the same results when they learn how to pray the prayer that works every time. So prayer is making a fervent petition to God, a reverent request. And I've suggested now that you start every prayer with thankfulness and gratefulness and starting to talk to God Give acknowledgement for those things in your life that you appreciate and the people in your life that you love. I'm thankful every day for my own home. You know, when I first moved to California, I didn't have my own home for 12 years. I rented a room in another person's home. But I began to yearn for my own home. I wanted to have a place where I could spread out, where no one could tell me that I had to move, (laughs) and I set an intention to have my own home. This is the first prayer that works every time, the prayer of the intention. Now, the scriptures for this prayer are very numerous, but the most simple one is Matthew 7, 7. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. That doesn't say, ask, and maybe it shall be given unto you. (laughs) It says, ask. And it shall, it shall be given unto you. Shall is an absolute word. It doesn't mean maybe or someday. And then Psalm 37.4 is one of my favorites. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he will give thee the desires of thine heart. And then Psalm 91.15, he shall call upon me. There's that word shall again. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will, God says. I will answer him. That means that the answer is always yes. Even if the answer is no, it is yes, I will answer them. But God never does say no. God always answers our prayers with the power of his love. So let's look at this first prayer that works every time, the prayer of the intention. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Well, in order to ask for something, you need to clarify and define what it is you really want. And then when you know what you want, then you just ask for it, plain and simple. You just ask for it. So let me give you an example of the fact I wanted a home of my own. So I asked, plain and simple. I asked for a home of her own for Marcy Ann's body. You know, because I'm still in a body here on the earth. (laughs) In my soul, I travel all around the universe, but my body's here on earth, and it needs a place to call its own a home for Marcy Ann's body. So I asked for a home of her own for Marcianne's body. 
and then I wrote this down. I began writing it down in a notebook every day, a home for Marcianne's body, a home for Marcianne's body. And I suggest that you get a notebook with lines and that every day you write down in that note notebook ten times what you asked for in your prayer of the intention. And the reason for this is that you're going to begin to build a consciousness about this. Because what you have asked for is probably a wish. I mean, sometimes it's just a myth. Something you'd like to believe in, but you really don't. (laughs) So there is a part of you that doesn't really believe that you can have it or that you will eventually get it. But as you start to write it every day in your notebook, this wish or this dream or this myth will become a deep, deep desire. And then it can be answered because now it is the desire of your heart, which God says he will give to you. So as you write this down in your notebook every day, you'll begin to, and if you begin to feel any resistance you might have about if you're going to get it, that will begin to disappear because you'll begin to feel down deep in your soul that this is really, really important. This is something you really, really want. And then that's when things are going to begin to happen. What began to happen for me was that my business started making a lot more money. So I began to save a certain amount of money every week, which I put into my envelope I called a home for Marcy's body. And then I finally opened a special account at the bank, and I called it a home for Marcy Ann's body. And before you know it, because I had gotten so busy with my business, I hardly had time to sleep, I had enough money to put a down payment on a home. And I've been in my own home now for 14 years, and I have it just crammed full of everything that I love. Because everywhere I look in my home, every single thing I lay my eyes on in my home gives me such great joy and happiness. I have indulged my every desire. Because I grew up in pretty scarce circumstances. I mean, for Christmas, we would get underwear and socks and PJs as our presents. So I bought myself toys. (laughs) I have dolls and stuffed animals in a special place in my office where I can see them all the time. And I keep a Christmas tree up all year. And I have all kinds of other Christmas stuff I love. Santa and a little elf and a little tiny red rib wagon that I filled with tiny wrapped presents and a gorgeous angel at the top of the tree. And everywhere I travel, I get a new Christmas tree ornament and a rock. And all of my rocks are displayed in the living room on a glass tabletop. And I just love looking at them because a rock has such a statement of power to me. It's solid and it speaks to me of the foundations of the earth. And the scriptures say that God has known us from before the foundations of the earth were laid. We were predestined in his love. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, this is what a rock says to me. And now let me tell you another example of the prayer of intention. And now remember, an intention is a desire, something we need or something we want to happen. So you begin by finding a thought that is true and pure desire. 
So I was talking to my neighbor, Eva, and she was sharing with me that her son was going to be moving out soon and getting a place of his own and that she would miss the small amount of rent that he was paying her to stay at her home. And even though it wasn't a lot, it did make the difference between having to kind of scrimp and save to making things kind of easy. So she said she was thinking about getting a part-time job of some kind to make up for the money she was going to miss when he moved out. Well, now she's over 55 years old because all of us, uh, we live in a retirement community um, where you have to be at least 55 to live here. And it just isn't easy to get a job when you're over 55 years old. So I asked her, I said, well, what would you like to do? She says, you know, I'd love to work at our gate. Now, our retirement community has 14 gates, and the people who man the gates are residents of the community. And a few of these gates are open all night. And she said, I have such trouble sleeping at night. It seems like I'm awake all night, and then I sleep during the day. So I thought I would apply for one of the gates that's open all night because I might as well work at night. I think they pay more for the night shift. And I could make enough money to make up for what my son was paying me. So I thought, I said to her, well, you know, that sounds good. Do you know where the security department is? And she said, no. And I said, well, I know where it is. Would you like to see where it is right now? And she said, yes. Just a moment. Okay, thanks for that little interruption there. So I said, would you like to uh, see it right now? And she said, yes. So I said, well, you know, it was 9 o'clock at night when we were having this conversation, but security's 24-7. So we just got in my car and drove over to where the headquarters for security is, where the watch commander is and has his office. So we went into the front desk area, and there was a security person sitting there and he was in his uniform and he asked us what we wanted and I said oh we're just here to look at the operations Uh, Eva here wants to work at the gate so I thought we would just come over here tonight and see how it all works well this guy stood up hand on his holster with, with a look on his face of who are these women what do they really want? He he was preparing himself, I could tell. He said, ladies, the person who handles employment will be in the in their office tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. Come back tomorrow and she will help you. But I just kept walking around and looking in the door of other offices. And this time now the security guy came out from behind his desk, his hand still on his hip, and followed me. And then he gently touched my shoulder and he said, Ma'am, the woman who does the hiring will be here tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. You can come back tomorrow and talk to her. So I realized we were sort of creating a disturbance. And so I said, okay, thanks. (laughs) And we left. 
Well, the next morning, Eva was at the security headquarters at 8.30 a.m., all ready to talk to the woman who does the hiring. And within 30 minutes, she was hired. And she started the next week. And now she's working 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. at the main gate. And she loves it. She says, this is the easiest job I've ever had. She said, I get $2 more an hour than the day gate keepers, and all I do is watch television and read and do my crossword puzzles. On the average, only about 20 to 30 cars come through the gate on my shift, and half of them are the security patrol guys. Now, this is how the prayer of intention works. In this case, she got an instantaneous manifestation. My answer for a home manifested over time. But the prayer of intention works every time. Every time. Now, time is only relevant in the third dimension. We keep time here on earth. But in the realms where God is, there isn't time. As we know it, the very second a prayer is spoken, it is answered in God's realm. And the answer is yes. But in order for that answer to get down into the third dimension, into the realms of time, sometimes a bunch of things have to happen. Or sometimes, in Eva's case, there was nothing standing in the way of her being hired. So it happened instantaneously. Now, if you begin to use the prayer of the intention, once you have spoken out that deep desire, then release it to God because it entered God's realm. And there it is answered already, and the answer is yes. And then the cosmic hierarchy goes to work to lower that answer down into the third dimension where you are so you can get that answer. And next week I am going to talk about this cosmic hierarchy. So be sure and tune in to that show. That's going to be called God's Cosmic Workers Who Make the Answers to Your Prayers. Now, it's important for you to be very, very clear about what you want. Speak it out to God. Being as clear as possible. And being just as simple as you can be. Because the simpler you tell God, that will help bring about the manifestation. Remember, the answer is yes. And amen. And you get the yes right away, and you get the amen when everything is finished. This is the prayer that works every time. The prayer of the intention. Now, let's look at the second prayer I'm going to talk about tonight, and that's the prayer of the covenant. This is another prayer that works every time. The prayer of the covenant is found in Matthew 18, verse 19. And again, I say unto you, now this is Jesus uh, talking, that if any two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask for, it shall be done for them. There's that word shall again. That's an absolute word. It shall be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. And then remember when Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he said, Our Father, which is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
So here you are going to be speaking to God, and as Jesus recommends, you begin your prayer with thankfulness and gratefulness and speaking in agreement with God's desire, which is for his kingdom to come upon the earth and his will to be done here on earth. And Jesus said that the kingdom of God is inside of us. So in order for it to come out on the earth, it has to come out from inside of us. And these deep desires are inside of us that we have way, way down and deep in our hearts. So that's that kingdom of God inside of us wanting to come out. And when we begin to have those deep, deep desires manifesting here upon the earth, this is how God's will is going to be done here on earth. Because those deep desires are from God in order that you will want to manifest them so that the kingdom of God can come upon the earth. Do you see how it's all connected? God's will is for us to be happy. God's will for us is to be healthy and not be sick. God's will for us is to be wealthy and have plenty of money to pay all our bills and have lots and lots left over. So the prayer of the covenant should start with thanking God for all of those things in your life that you appreciate and all of the people you love. And then I would say, and let the kingdom of God, which is inside of me, come out upon the earth. And then pray the prayer of the covenant. Now, the prayer of the covenant requires two people. You are going to pray your deep desire with another person. Now, you want to be very selective in choosing this person who's going to pray with you because this person needs to be grounded in the truth of God's will. This person needs to be in total agreement with what you're going to ask for and not doubt whether it would happen or wonderful, wonder if it's the right thing for you or judge the prayer in, the, in any way. This person has to be totally in agreement in every way with what you're going to ask for. It must be complete agreement. That's what it says. If any two of you shall agree as touching anything they shall ask for. So it's no matter what you're asking for, but the other person has to be in total agreement. Now let me give you an example of this. I know a girl who has had a breast enhancement. She had it done for all the wrong reasons, and now she's pursuing a more spiritual path in her life, and she realizes that she should have never done this to her body in the first place, that her body was perfect in its natural state, and the reason she wanted to have bigger breasts was because of information that had come from outside of herself that made her feel like she needed to have big breasts if she was ever going to find a man. Well, she began talking to me about how her back just hurts all the time, how heavy these big breasts are, and her shoulders just ache, and it saps her energy. And she said, if I could just sell my Corvette, Yeah, she had a Corvette. She'd also bought this because she thought it would make her feel like she was important and rich and famous. And because she's always spending on her money on all these types of things to help her feel good about herself, she's broke all the time. So she said, if I could just sell my Corvette for $5,000, 
that would be enough money to have the enhancements taken out and have my breasts reconfigured back to their regular size, and then I would not have this pain anymore. So I said, well, I will pray the prayer of the covenant with you. Okay, so first of all, the promise from God is, if any two of you agree about anything, so to get breast enhancements enhancements taken out, (laughs) that's anything, right? (laughs) And I knew that the answer would be yes. And secondly, I, I knew she would feel much better without them and I know also knew that it would probably help her in her business because she was in a business related to the wedding business that's how I met her and brides are are much less likely to hire a woman with huge breasts to do something for a wedding now this girl did dress very conservatively for the wedding she wore a short black jacket that covered those big things up (laughs) but I could completely agree with her about selling her Corvette in order to get the breast reduction. So we prayed the prayer of the covenant together, and she immediately put her ad on Craigslist. Well, the next first thing the next morning, she got a call from a guy who was interested in the Corvette. He came and looked at it in the afternoon. He brought $5,000 in cash with him, and he drove the car, loved it, and bought it. He drove it home. This is the prayer that works every time. Well, that was six months ago, and last week she called me and she said, Marcy Ann, my back is killing me, and now I have a big hump on one side that feels like my whole spine is out of whack. And I said, well, when are you going to get the breast reduction? And she said, I don't have the money. I said, wait a minute, what did you do with the $5,000 you got for selling the Corvette? And she said, I used it to pay bills. And now to make things worse, I have to move because my landlord has raised my rent up too high and I've been looking for a place to rent and everything is so expensive. So I put an ad on Craigslist to try to find a roommate. Everyone who has called me is either a felon or sounds too desperate. I'm so scared. I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, now listen to me now. If you have prayed the prayer of the covenant and it's about money or anything you have prayed this prayer of the covenant about, but especially if you've asked for money to do a certain thing, that is what you have to use the money for. You made a covenant. That is a covenant you made with the universe. And if you break your covenant, then you're opening up a bag of worms that's just going to be reaping what you sowed. She made a covenant, she broke the covenant, and now she is broke and surrounded by people who have broken covenants. There was a story on the Internet just today about a lady who had been playing the Powerball for a long time, and she told everybody, if I win, I'm going to use the money for my children's college education, and I'm going to give the rest of it to my church. Well, you know what? She won. What did she use the money for? to get her no-account boyfriend out of jail. And people wonder why their lives are so messed up. I mean, actually, when we speak, we are making covenants with God all the time. 
I mean, if you've listened to my shows on weight management, I went into this principle in depth because I said it's not what you eat, it's what you say that makes you fat. You might want to listen to those shows if you want to establish weight management. We are all of us using the prayer of the covenant all the time. So the purpose of this show today is to call your attention to these covenants you are making and to teach you how to use the prayer of the covenant righteously to get all of your prayers answered every time. Now here's another story about the prayer of the covenant because I know another girl who was born with the genetic condition known as scoliosis. The spine is curved and it appears like there's a, a hump but it's really just the way the person has to walk with a crooked spine. Well, anyway, there's a lot of pain associated with scoliosis because your whole skeletal skeletal structure is out of alignment and is under constant strain. So I took her to my deep tissue massage person, and he worked on her, and he was able to temporarily loosen up some of those muscles around the spine and give her some relief. But he said, you know, these muscles have been like this for years and years and years and years, and and over time they can be stretched out, but they're just going to go back to what they're familiar with. This is just an ongoing thing. What this girl needs is a miracle. Okay, now the word miracle, according to God, is just doing right action. The universe doesn't understand the word miracle, Because it's just natural for God to just do the right thing. And if you ask, why didn't God just do the right thing in the first place? Why was she born this way? Well, there are patterns in our genetic codes from our ancestors that can dictate sometimes what's going to happen. But those DNA, RNA codes are not set in stone. And if those codes do manifest, they are not fixed forever. So I discussed this with my friend, and I said, your back needs to be straightened up so you can stand upright and be pure and true. And she said, that's what I want. So we prayed the prayer of the covenant together. Well, about three weeks later, the two of us went to a graduation ceremony for several people who had studied to become missionaries And the graduation ceremony was in this beautiful little church by the ocean. Now, this church had been built partially from the stones and the bricks and the rubble from the churches that had fallen during the earthquake in 1930 in Long Beach, California. Now, we had a lovely buffet outside in this most glorious rose garden I have ever seen on the side of the church that had a full ocean view, and everything was so beautiful. And we drank in the beauty of the location, and we filled our bodies with the delicious food. Everything was very loving and bountiful. And then we all went into the church for the graduation ceremonies. And while we were sitting there, this girl began to feel energy running up and down her back. And she started wriggling in her seat. So I whispered to her, what's wrong? And she whispered back, something is happening. And she said it felt like the bones in her spine were being moved around. And she told me later it was almost like she could hear the cracking of the bones 
as they realigned and straightened themselves out. And she began shaking in this pew that had survived the earthquake. (laughs) And when we all stood up for the closing prayer of the ceremony, she stood up, upright and pure and true, straight as an arrow, no scoliosis. She was totally and completely healed. The prayer of the covenant is prayer that works every time. Now, since I've known that the prayer of the covenant works every time for a long time, my kids call me for prayer. And earlier this year, my daughter called me and said, Mom, I need for you to pray. She said, I've been vomiting for two days now, and I went to the doctor, and he took an ultrasound, and he said he couldn't hear any bowel sounds. He said he probably should send me immediately to emergency, but he didn't think there was any obstruction. So he said, let's try having you drink water for 24 hours first. He said, go home, get in bed, and start drinking hot water every 30 minutes. Stay in bed, stay warm, and drink hot water. And she was calling me from her bed. So I prayed the prayer of the covenant with her. Now that night, I was put to work in the God realms. (laughs) While I slept, I took her colon out of her body, and I stretched it all out on a big, long, 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 long table. You know, the colon is long. And I walked up and down this table, massaging every inch of her colon as I went, up and down, massaging, massaging, up and down, massaging, massaging, all night long. And when I woke up the next morning, I felt like I had worked all night long because I had, and I went back to sleep and slept till noon. Well, the next morning she had a big bowel movement, and she called the doctor and went in, and he did an ultrasound again, and he said he could hear bowel sounds. And he told her to stay in bed and drink the hot water for one more day, which she did. And she had another big bowel movement the next morning, and from then on things were back to normal. The Prayer of the Covenant works every time, and sometimes, if you're being trained to work in the cosmic hierarchy someday, you could get to be a part of the process of the answer. Well, my son heard about this, and he called, and he says, Mom, I need to to have you pray for me. He said, I have a charlison on the eyelid of my left eye. So I asked, I said, do you want me to pray, do you want to pray together about it? And he said, yes. So I prayed the prayer of the covenant with him. And we agreed that he would allow his body to do what it knows how to do without going to the doctor. Because the body does know how to bring it to a head and burst and dissolve that charlatan. Well, the next morning he called and he said that the charlatan had burst and the pressure was gone, but it was still there. So that evening, I felt like I wanted to massage my eye. So I told the universe that I was massaging my son's eye. And as I massaged my eye, I felt a slither of something at the core of his clogged pore, some type of resistance. So I texted him, and I told him about it, and I gave him a list of words of resistance that seemed to be involved. You know, it kind of felt like disgust to me, So I looked up disgust in the thesaurus, and the words that seemed the closest to what I was feeling were displeased, discomforted, disturbed, annoyed, irritated, provoked, bothered, or vexed. So he picked 
annoyed. And I agreed with this. So I told him to release the annoyance. Well, he said he would try. You know what? But trying means, I really don't know if this will work or not. I really don't believe in this kind of stuff. But maybe it will work, so I will try. But this is doubt, and doubt does not get results. So I told him to wait until he really wanted to release the annoyance. I told him to go down into his heart and find out what he was annoyed about. Well, apparently the curiosity got the best of him (laughs) because he called me back and he said, I am annoyed that this eye has a cataract. I am too young to have cataracts. I shouldn't have to deal with this at my age. So I asked him, I said, well, you could be thankful that you have an healthy, healthy eye that can be cleared up with a simple little solution. Do you agree? Well, he says, well, yeah. I said, well, now, are you ready to release your annoyance? So he said, yes, I will. And I said, okay, and keep putting hot packs on your eye because there is a tiny bit of crystallization in the core of the cell where the annoyance was clogging it up. But once you release the annoyance, that will now dissolve and that that crystallized slither will totally dissolve and the charlatan will clear up. Well, this took three days and three nights and the charlatan is now completely gone. You know, at the cause and core of every disease is an emotion that is clogging the cell. And Western medicine never deals with cause and core. It only works at the symptom level. So learning how to properly use the prayer of the intention and the prayer of the covenant, you can enter into a whole new way of dealing with all of the situations in your life. Because it's always God's will to heal. You may never have to go to a doctor again. You know, prayer that works every time starts with you. The prayer that works every time starts with you being authentic. The prayer that works every time starts with you going inside of yourself and feeling what is that true and pure desire of your heart and then simply asking for it. Set your intention. Speak it out clearly and as simple as possible and then accept your answer. It's yes. And begin to thank God every day that it is done. And start acting like it's done. Or you can ask another person to pray the prayer of the covenant with you. Someone you know will agree with you totally. And then you follow through on your part of the covenant. Now, if you don't know what you truly want in a clear and simple way, then you can go to my website, www.mrwright.com. For me.com and go out to page 34 and write and print out the hopes and dreams list and begin answering those questions every day for three months until you are starting to get the same answer to each question. Because at the end of about three months, you'll have a really good idea of what your purpose is, what are the true and pure desires that you have in your heart. And then you can begin to set your intentions or ask a friend to pray the prayer of the covenant with you. And one last thing here. 
the universe never has to do the same thing the same way twice. (laughs) We live in a field of all possibilities. And the way the universe fulfills your desire might be different than, than any way that has ever been done before or anything that's ever been done for someone else. So don't set any limitations to getting your answer. Don't have any expectations about the way it will be fulfilled, but begin to be on the lookout for something absolutely fantastic and wonderful to happen, exceedingly abundant over all you can think or ask, because that's the way the universe works. Start using these new tools today. These are the prayers that work and work every time. Be sure and uh, tune in now for part two uh, about the vast cosmic hierarchy that is the one that makes your prayers come to pass.